Hello and welcome to another APW Property Podcast. Today I'm joined by Callum Williamson and we're going to be catching up with some APW news. Uh, but first, uh, let's say hello. Hi, Callum. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very, very well. And more to the point, where are you? I am sitting in our office in Kuala Lumpur. I don't know whether you just heard that in the background, but it's 4.27 in the evening here now and like clockwork, thunderstorms and the rain has started so um, if you do hear some banging in the background it is thunder and nothing else. So Kuala Lumpur uh, tell us a little bit about that I gather you've been uh, in Malaysia for a long time but uh, you're expanding your operations there. Yeah that's right so we've been I mean as a business we've been here one for in one form or another for about 35 years I've been here for eight years now so um that sort of changed a bit in COVID, getting stranded in in Sydney, Australia for a while. But um, yeah, I've been here eight years and we've always sort of run our uh, Asian central hub out of here, our main marketing and admin office, because um, it's a little bit cheaper than, you know, somewhere like Hong Kong or Singapore where we've got offices. So you can have a bigger team here and, and the cost isn't as much. But I think the main thing is it's just great for travel. You know, you have the the Air Asia hub here, which is sort of the equivalent of EasyJet, I guess. So they've got their own airport and terminal here and you can fly all over Asia and as far as Australia and Honolulu on Air Asia for, you know, next to nothing up to Hong Kong for £50, Singapore, £20. So it's a great spot to base and travel out of to meet clients all over the region. And you're going to be moving uh, some of the team from Cardiff to Kuala Lumpur. Tell us about that. That's right, yeah. So we have the office in the UK and we sort of have our sourcing teams there and a client care team there at the moment because it sort of works better from a liaison with developers perspective. We also have a marketing arm there who, you know, if you've seen our YouTube, go out and do those site visits for us. So, so yeah, so some of the guys that are working with our clients in Asia and the Middle East, we're you know, once they've, they're trained up in the UK and have a s- strong grasp of all the, the essentials, mortgages, tax, types of property, all that sort of stuff, we sort of give them the opportunity to to move out here to be, you know, more central and closer to our clients. So uh, that's what we're doing at the moment. We've sort of got quite a few guys coming out at the end of the month to, um, you know, to be over here to support with, like I say, looking after clients and running our events and doing all that sort of stuff. But the whole thing is, is in a way, it's, it's keeping a business going through COVID, which was a massive shock to everybody. Uh, tell us about that and being stranded in Sydney. Yeah, well, it was. it's funny. I'll tell you a, a, a funny story. Um, you know, I guess like everyone, when we sort of realised that COVID was not going to go away in two weeks, which everyone was thinking, you know, I'll ah, be fine. We, um, we sort of realised we had to try and change the business model, you know, because everything we've done over the years has always been, face-to-face we value that face-to-face contact and I think clients value that as well and the fact that we can you know if you're a lawyer in Ocean Financial Centre in Singapore we can come up to your office and sit in your office and talk about putting together a property plan for you and people appreciate that so we had to change that and obviously everything started going to Zoom and I remember uh, I was very naive about the whole thing we'd already been in lockdown in Malaysia for two weeks and it wasn't getting any better we were sort of confined to the our houses, you know, everyone that was in the office here had to stay at home. And I thought, if this is going to continue any longer, I think it might be better to um, to get down to Oz. I've got some family there, that sort of thing. And 
yeah, we, we went down. We were on the last flight out of Malaysia, had to go up to Hong Kong and then down from there. And as you walk through the the airport, you know, every single flight cancelled, 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 apart from the one we were on. And this is before anyone knew, you know, what the, the disease, I guess, was all about. So you had people in full hazmat suits with goggles on. It was a real surreal, scary experience. And, um, yeah, so we got, got down to Sydney and... Um, uh, myself and Stuart, and we were in isolation. We had to do two weeks in a little flat together, which was a bit, bit of an experience. Um, and we started doing Zoom calls with people. And we also did our very first market wrap from that same flat. I think it's still, if you go all the way back to number one, you'll see it's in a um, a flat in isolation. And it's also where we started doing our webinars because we couldn't do face-to-face meetings. So, uh, But yeah, anyway, the story is, I remember the first person we spoke to on a Zoom from the flat is someone who um who's sort of been following the channel for a while since then wasn't ready to buy at the time and we we've been speaking with him again recently and i think he's he's you know looking to purchase a property so it's um yeah it's i guess almost like coming full circle you know we're back to normal now we're meeting people face to face and yeah so it's been an interesting few years for everyone i guess but it's you know it's good to be back full time and how did you how did you find the the sort of actual the other end of it the back end of it the buying and the purchasing property in the UK during that covid time because obviously the market has been sort of crazy starting with the lockdown and then the the post lockdown yeah well let's see it i mean it was it, you know i think i remember we did a podcast or we've spoken about it on here where we you know we discussed some of the predictions that some of the big um research houses came out with at the time, you know, CBR, CEBR, CBER, Savills, uh, Knight, Frank, Zoopla, they all had their own reports. And I think London C- Economic... CBRE, isn't it, actually? I think. CBR, yeah, I always get it wrong. <laughs> CBRE. I think they came out with minus 20% when the UK went into lockdown over the next 12 months. Everyone was a variation of minus, but, you know, the op- it was the opposite that was true. We saw record house price, price growth, especially in houses in green areas two two three three and four bed houses were up 20 percent some places in the valleys in south wales were 25 percent in the year because everyone wanted to get out of the city so it was pretty crazy you know and everyone was was very keen to buy even though we're in this sort of lockdown environment and then post that we've had sort of people going back to flats you know it was the race for space and now it's reversed and everyone's looking for flats in city centers so i guess it just highlights again don't get sucked into the national averages news you know you've always got to be looking at what specific markets and types of stock are doing it's interesting as well that uh, like you say the covid is i mean it's obviously still circulating around the world in in different variants but the actual lockdown period is now a, a memory and it seems like a distant memory but in terms of the actual shocks in the markets and the and the aftershocks the the sort of echoes of it we're still we're all still feeling those aren't we yeah for sure i think um you know from a way the market has reacted and also our sort of um the way we're working and living now you know one of the the developers we work with in the uk they've been buying up distressed office space stock because you know one of the changes from the type of property people wanted to live in another one of the changes was the fact that I think the office environment and landscape has changed potentially permanently. You know, people are so used to working from home or doing two or three days from home. I mean, I had a chat with a guy yesterday, I think it was, who works at HSBC in Hong Kong and he was working from home and I was asking him, you know, what does the 
uh, office slash working from home situation looked like up in Hong Kong. And it was two or three days at home or two or three days in the office. So I think that's changed and that's yeah, impacted the property market because there's a lot of commercial opportunities out there now at a discount, which is good if you're in that space and if you can pick up a PDR, which is permitted development rights. So that's converting an office into flats. Uh, we do a bit of that. So there's some good opportunity out there um, off the back of it, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out going into the future. Yes, there was a law change, wasn't there, that actually um, was a precursor to this, which was that an office could be converted into residential under those permitted development rights. Uh, so where is this development? Where, uh, where are the developments that you're currently focused on? Where are they? Well, some of the commercial the commercial ones where we're dealing with at the moment, they're in sort of not city centres because people don't want to be travelling into the city anymore. So they're sort of on the, the outskirts of cities where people that are living in suburbs can get in and do flexi work or whatever it may be. In terms of some of the PDR, you know, we've got an interesting mill conversion in Derby at the moment, which is, you know, what we call a boutique. It's 70 units and it's um, got character and and style and history, but it's brand new inside. So that's that's quite interesting and exciting. And that's the sort of stuff I personally try and buy, you know, is, is properties that have that character, which people like to live in whilst being brand new. So you don't have any of the problems of old. So, um, yeah, there's there's lots of good stuff. In there, and I think, like I said last week, you know, we, when we did the SWOT analysis at the events, um, something can be an opportunity, a threat, a strength, and a weakness. It depends on what your goals are and what you're looking for. So, regional uh, areas like the Midlands is an opportunity at the moment. I think. Well, uh, for those who uh, want to find out a little bit more, uh, have a look at our podcasts and previous podcasts. We cover different cities. Uh, and uh, we've been slowly working our way around the country, and uh, we'll cover that uh, development as well we hope in a future podcast uh, but for now thank you very much Callum telling us about the, the expansion in Kuala Lumpur uh, when do you think it'll all be fully up and running in Kuala Lumpur well I mean it's fully it's 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 rip roaring and fully up and running now and we've got sort of people coming out and joining on an on ongoing basis so yeah you know we're here we're um and we're ready to help you know support and look after people wherever we can Okay, well, best of luck with that. Uh, that's it for today. Thanks to Emma Holton from Brilliant Audio, our producer. Thanks to Callum. Thanks, Paul. Lovely chatting as always. And uh, uh, goodbye from me. Uh, my name is Paul Shearer. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series produced for APW by Emma Holton at Brilliant Audio. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. If you didn't, keep stum. You can find more episodes in all your usual podcast places.